You are listening to the Essential Geopolitics Podcast from Stratfor, a RAIN company. I'm Emily Donahue. The U.S. presidential transition is complete. New domestic policies are being rolled out, many by executive order, and U.S. foreign policy is being rejiggered. Many nations around the world are actively working to adapt to the Biden administration's foreign policy priorities. One such country, Vietnam. Evan Reese is Asia-Pacific analyst for Stratfor. Evan, Vietnam has quite a lot going on right now. Yeah, absolutely. So they're managing dealing with a a major transition in the United States. They're also managing their own domestic uh, party congress transition, which will see the appointment of leaders for the next six years through 2026. Um, And then, of course, they're always navigating the China relationship. So, yes, things are always very complicated for Vietnam. So how will U.S.-Vietnamese relations evolve under the Biden administration? So the U.S.-Vietnam relationship hinges a great deal on the U.S.-China relationship. Vietnamese and U.S. interests overlap here because Vietnam wants to constrain China's regional power. Um, You know, China is a major, powerful neighbor to Vietnam. It shares a maritime space, disputed maritime space, and unchecked Chinese expansion risks greater Vietnamese strategic interests, particularly in the South China Sea, where there's where there's vast maritime disputes. Um, so the good news for Vietnam with the Biden administration is that the Biden administration is going to continue the Trump administration's confrontational stance towards China. The difference will be that the Biden administration is going to focus on outreach to key partners. Um, so that's Japan, Australia, India, and key players like Vietnam. Vietnam's extremely attractive for outreach from the Biden administration because it has a key role in the ASEAN bloc in Southeast Asia. It has that South China Sea dispute, um, and it has a strong, robust economy. All of those things make it amenable to U.S. outreach. So the other side of it is that the Biden administration's approach on China is going to be less hardline and aggressive um, and overtly confrontational in in a very sudden way than the Trump administration's. That's good for Vietnam as well, because this less zero-sum approach means that Vietnam, when it partners with the United States, won't necessarily be bandwagoning with a major um, anti-China position. That means that Vietnam can balance a lot more. China is still Vietnam's largest trading partner, although the U.S. is the the major export market, and Vietnam doesn't want to run afoul of China entirely. It just wants to cut it down to size a bit. So how will Vietnam be impacted by the Biden administration's trade policies? So Vietnam did not fare particularly well under pressure from the Trump administration, or it risked faring particularly poorly. Vietnam was a target of the Trump trade war um, because it has a massive trade surplus with the United States. So the Trump White House went after Vietnam for currency manipulation and for transshipment of Chinese goods, you know, essentially goods that are trying to avoid the U.S. tariffs on China by going through Vietnam and relabeling themselves as Vietnamese goods. Um, The Trump administration put some tariffs on China and it threatened major tariffs, but by the end of its term, it had not done so and it kind of left that to the Biden administration. For Vietnam, this is positive because the Biden administration is going to ease back on the Trump administration's global trade war. So that means the Biden administration is unlikely to go hard after Vietnam's alleged currency manipulation and impose steep tariffs. Instead, the Biden administration is probably going to push for Vietnam to increase purchases of U.S. aircraft, liquefied natural gas, agricultural products to try to cut that trade deficit down a little bit. Um, Biden will, however, maintain the Trump trade war on China um, to some degree, at least keeping the tariffs that are in place 
already there. Um, because it's a major risk for Biden to look weak on China. This is also good for Vietnam because uh, the higher the tariffs are on China and the more turmoil and, and risk there is in the U.S.-China relationship, the more attractive Vietnam looks for manufacturers. So you'll continue to see movement of manufacturers out of China and into Vietnam, particularly low-end manufacturers, and that's a boon for Vietnam. And then domestically, how will Vietnam's political transition impact its behavior going forward? Yes. So Vietnam's National Congress of the Communist Party um, is going to see the party choose at least 14 new Politburo members and the top posts in the state and the party. So, you know, it's a major overhaul in the leadership. Now, of course, it's a tightly controlled centralized system. So we're not talking about an election on par with what you would see in, in an open liberal democratic country. But you are going to see some changes. Um, and that provides, you know, a degree of sensitivity and risk within Vietnam. It looks like they have already sort of cemented the leadership transition, and there's going to be a lot of continuity. The current general secretary, who is extremely powerful, uh, Wen Putrong, is likely to remain in his post. He's going to divvy up some of his power with other leaders. Um, so that means you'll have a lot of continuity. Um, and that sort of controlled political system and continuity through 2026 puts Vietnam in a much stronger position than many of its regional peers and, and perhaps economic rivals. Thailand's experiencing, you know, anti-government protests that are not going away anytime soon. Uh, Malaysia has an extremely fragile government. The Philippines is, is going towards a presidential transition in 2022 with a lot of uncertainty. Vietnam knows what's ahead domestically and politically, and that means it can steer itself much more easily in the great power competition between the U.S. and China. Evan Reese is Asia-Pacific analyst for Stratfor, a rain company. Thanks so much, Evan. Thank you. Stay up to date on all of the geopolitical analysis from Stratfor. Sign up today for the free newsletter. Visit worldview.stratfor.com. That's worldview.stratfor.com. I'm Emily Donahue. Thanks for listening. Thank you.